Welcome in to Minions and Musings. Hey, it's Evil Jeff back behind the mic once again. You know what time it is. It's the BX Companion Deep Dive. This is a freight train. I'm trying to keep going here. I, I gotta tell you, um, I understand what Rob C. went through because you get into this and there are times you, you really don't want to record this stuff. You don't even think about it as you go through it. Um, it does wear on you a bit to really get into this deep dive. I think with day-to-day -day life, it really gets to be a more difficult there. So, I'm doing my best to keep this going, and real life has not been kind or helpful at all. But, it's a new installment. We are now into Part 6, The Monsters. Now, as I said, this is supposed to be the equivalence between you know what's in the companion versus what's in the rules cyclopedia but i needed to make a change here because it would not be fair to kind of compare it wholesale the original uh basic and expert if you want to hear the differences there uh, adding some stuff up you know, comparison wise uh, that's a little bit that was covered with rob c at down in the heap when he did his BX Deep Dive. To make this mean something, what I did was say, okay, let's pull up the Companion and the Master's Book from the Beckme set, you know, which was all compiled together to become Rule Cyclopedia. So let's compare the Companion versus just those two books, and then I think it's a more meaningful thing. Right? I mean, that makes some sense there. So, that is how I approach this section. So, let's go into the companion and talk about the beginnings of it before we break down into the monsters. Alright, so in the companion, part 6 starts off just like we have in our basic and expert sets basically talking about the monsters themselves. Uh, same sort of things, you know, D, uh, third paragraph, DM should feel free to adjust monster statistics as needed for their own campaign. You know, might have more hit dice or wear something to get a bonus on armor class. Uh, reminding you that if it has an asterisk following its name, special weapons require to damage the creature. Okay, and then we describe all of the stat block stuff, so armor class, hit dice, move. Oh, one thing that is put in bold here, which I did not see in the other books, uh, in bold under hit dice. Under, unless otherwise noted, all monsters use the monster attack matrix for determining their chances to hit. I mean, you don't see that in the original text. So, already we're now pointing out the fact that there are probably going to be a couple monsters that actually use a different attack matrix. One of the character class attack matrix matrices. Uh -huh. So, 
right? So, you know, all right, move, attack, damage, and I'm repairing, you know, all that is the same. And then you come to abilities that are found in some descriptions. And many of these are similar to what we already had. Charge, uh, continuous damage, uh, poison, spell use, swallow, swoop attack. But there's one in here that I read it and went, whoa, wait a minute, what ha something happened here. And in the stat, well, it's not in the stat block, excuse me, um, in the first page of the monsters, towards the very bottom of the second column, one of the abilities that they describe in here, immortal. Some monsters are immortal, they do not age, nor are they affected by age once they reach maturity. Immortal creatures are immune to non-magic disease. And I decided to go peek in a little bit at that point in the monsters, and when they tell you they're immortal, you're going to have to do something special to kill them. Pretty much. Because they start regenerating hit points at, that, at some point. So, I did not see that in the companion or the master rule setting. So, there you go. There's a big difference right there. Is that going to be a game changer? I doubt it. Considering that we probably would go ahead and change things about monsters in the rule cyclopedia ourselves. I mean, we can change other things as we want. My, you know, why not change something here? So, but it's just nice that they point out like, hey, guess what? You're going to have to make a change here. All right. And then we get into the monsters. So how much more are we getting with monsters? In the BX Companion, we've got 16 pages total for monsters themselves. Uh, 15 and a half is actually monsters. The other page and a half is the uh, introduction to the section and such. You only get 77 monsters added with the BX Companion. Now compare that with what you get out of the uh, Beckme Companion and Masters rule books there. Uh, 32 pages total of monsters, and that's three column text in there, and like the two column text out of the Companion. And it gives you 121 monsters added. Now interesting enough, out of the Companion, uh, 39 of them are actually new from BX. So, realistically, maybe we should say, you know, uh, 94 monsters. But let's just, just take the whole group of what's presented there, 121 total. All right, so there's that. Now, an interesting note, in the Master's Book, there are three pages in the section, the Monster List Part 3, which basically lists creatures that were introduced in earlier versions or in published adventures. And when you go through and look at it, it'll tell you. The very first one on here, Alkalite, which was in the previous basic set. 
and tells you, oh, see the revised D&D Basic Set Level 1 Cleric PC. Okay? Or the Giant Amoeba. It tells you that it was in uh, X2. Cool. Uh, the, what was it? Archer Bush. Oh, it was in B3. I mean, it tells you where these things were. Even some of them were actually in some of the accessories. Uh, gives you basically 78 ones that were not listed in this set of books, the basic expert and such. So, hey, you add some more stuff. Uh, now, granted, like, you know, dinosaurs take up a lot of that, you know, a chunk of it there. It's like 11 of them. They're all the ones out of uh, X1, the Isle of Dread. So, you know, you can see where that this list is coming from. A, a good resource, I will say, that is bully for them on that. Now, a lot of those are in the Rule Cyclopedia anyway. So, okay, you got that. <laughs> but if you didn't have Rule Cyclopedia and you had the master said, hey, look, this point. I like this because it's referencing where in the world it came from. You know, where is it coming from? Good stuff there. When you go through and look at the names in the BX Companion, um, there are eight of them that are have similar names, but they might be a little bit different when you kind of poke at them as such. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Greater Ifrit is one of them. In the BX Companion, the attack is less powerful. Roughly the same hit dice and armor class, but the attack is less powerful. Uh, Banshee and Ghost are something that we have in the BX Companion. They are called a haunt in the Rule Cyclopedia, in the uh, Companion Master set here. Uh, the Companion and Master set, the Rule Cyclopedia, both the Banshee and Ghost are more powerful. The Lich uh, in the BX Companion can start at a lower level. In fact, starting at 15 hit dice. Whereas in the Rule Cyclopedia, it's got to be 21st level before you can be turned into a Lich. So 21 hit dice. Okay. Good to see there. Uh, the Phoenix in your Rule Cyclopedia is listed as an elemental. In your BX Companion, well, it's very Harry Potter-like. You know, that's, and that really is. You look at the description, that's the way it is. But in, in the RC, uh, it is definitely a fire elemental. Uh, Sphinx, pretty similar overall. So, nothing really new there. Now, Hag is highly different. Uh, what you get in one rule set is not what you get in the other. Uh, which I found uh, a little bit surprising when I went in and looked at it. It was um, the hag that we have in the companion basically reminds me of um, Baba Yaga type thing, I guess. I, not exactly that, but the you know old witches that were very evil, brutish, you know, very tough skin, 
um, claws and teeth are razor sharp and so forth and they're cannibals very very strong whereas when you look at them in the companion when you look at them it's really more like a, just an ugly female uh, that has you know just just more or less a monster really not any witchy type person that is not what they look they're almost uh, like the sea hag is similar to or has abilities similar to a white so yeah definitely a lot different in there now the last one is on dragons in your companion is called an ancient worm it is pretty much exactly like the rule cyclopedia the huge size on them hit dice attacks armor class a little variation within there that's understandable but mostly they're they're pretty much the same thing there so is that gonna make a difference to your game maybe maybe not you tell me so let's break down some stats on the monsters one of the interesting things is to look at if you need special weaponry or magic to hit the monsters you would expect at these much higher levels that the creatures that are out there are going to need that and it is evident within the rule sets they say that if you look at the rule cyclopedia look at just the companion and masters monsters 30% of all of those monsters need magic to hit them or some special thing. But in the BX Companion, 44% of the monsters need magic to hit them. Now, remember, out of the BX Companion, 77 monsters were added, uh, 121 in the Rule Cyclopedia. So, okay, yeah, it's probably close to the same number total but you know percentage is going to be a little bit different here's an interesting part about it and is looking at the average hit die of these now some of these monsters have spreads like let's say dragons uh, lich and so forth there is a spread to the hit dice other creatures so you know I kind of had to do some calculations on it the percentages do not add up to 100% actually more than that because I was uh, keeping it uh, within reason here uh, let's look at the companion BX companion uh, 40 monsters are under 10 hit die that is 52% of the total monsters 31 monsters are between 10 to 19 hit dice that's 40% of the monsters. Yet three monsters that go from 20 to 29, two monsters from 30 to 39, and two monsters that go 40 plus. So, you know, 4% and then 2.5% on the last two. So, you know, not too bad there. When you look at the companion and master's lists for monsters 68 of them 
or 56% are under hit 10 hit dice. 41 of them can go between 10 to 19 hit dice. That would equal out to 34%. Uh, 20 to 29 hit dice, you got 13 monsters. That's around 11%. 30 to 39, there are 5. And then there are 2 that are 40 plus. And this is where we get the biggest one, actually, uh, of all, is actually in the uh, Rule Cyclopedia. Uh, and it's 80 plus hit dice. And I wish I could remember exactly which one that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Elemental Ruler. Elemental Ruler. Uh, that's one that can go between 41 to 80 hit dice. So, you know, it's just <laughs> 80 hit dice. That's just crazy. Was a D8 on that? So, 640 hit points maximum, right? I don't know. That just sounds like a big slog. So... <laughs> All right. Well, that's not too bad on stats there. You know. Now, let's just say this. Uh, and because I'm going to keep this one short. I'm going to go through some interesting monsters that I found. Uh, the could, Which one would I use? This is one of these times where monsters are monsters. I, I'd, I'd mix them. You know, I wouldn't just say one rule set or the other one. Uh, but I think you do get a good enough mix out of the BX Companion. Uh, are you going to get enough to challenge you? Maybe the challenge ought to be the total number. Maybe higher numbers would be needed in there. And considering that, you know, 44% of them need magic to hit, they're not going to be just, you know, simple. There is that. So what were the interesting monsters I found in the BX Companion? Uh, one of the first ones that jumped out at me was the Animals of Legend. You've got Brother Bear, Father Wolf, Lord Tiger, and the White Stag. And as they list them, the paragons of the species, um, basically uh, double, let's see, was it a double hit dice of normal creatures and maximum hit points. You have to have magical weapons. No, actually, you don't have to have magical weapons. Uh, but non-magical weapons only inflict one point of damage. And these animals heal twice as fast. So that was, you know, a pretty cool little thing to have there. We've got the Bandersnatch. Uh, it's only a 5 plus 2 hit dice creature armor class 4. But moves pretty fast. Uh... Bane Lord was one that's in here, so you know, they're not getting into demons and such, but you know, close enough to that. An interesting one in here, though, that I thought was uh, to have there was the Black Orc, which was a tougher version of the Orc, and they're taller, between six to eight foot tall. Um, and uh, you look in the description, it says it's Rumored to be a cross between an orc and a troll, but there's no regeneration. Um, hit dice is two plus, uh, two hit dice plus four. And weapon is only a D8 plus two or a 
D10 plus 2, depending on what they're using. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's really something companion level, but, you know, it was pretty cool that they had it in there. Uh, continuing on, you know, this idea of much higher level creatures that you're fighting against. How about Champions of Law? Basically, a, I don't know, I'd almost say like a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Paladin, almost, there, without calling it a paladin. You know, always have plus one or better equipment, which, as they say, always full plate and shield, and can turn undead as a sixth level cleric, and can use summon steed, and always are mounted. Huh. Sounds like a paladin to me, because they're lawful. And then, on the opposite side, we've got the Death Lord, which was once a holy warrior of law. And now they've been created, and been transformed into a greater undead by a demon. And they're immortal, and they can summon steed. So, okay. And we see what's going on with some of that. Uh, a Demotar. A Centaur, basically, well, sort of a centaur. Actually, it's the upper torso, head, and arms of a ogre, and the lower body of a red dragon, but no wings. I'm not sure I'm going to call that a demotar. <laughs> Just you know, that's kind of a, a nasty thought there. They do have their own uh, in the BX companion uh, frog folk. Hmm, sounds a little familiar there. Uh, Ancient Goblin Lord was another one. This is a 7 plus 1 leader of goblins. And can do spell casting as a 7th level magic user. Now this is one that I'm thinking I would love to have playing in the game. And the other cool thing was that it save. When I got to looking at it, saves as a 10th level elf. I mean... This is, that'd be a definitely a tough creature. Now, against a 15th level fighter or something? I mean, this guy's only got an armor class of 6, so I, I don't know about that. But this definitely would be something in a, you know, party was, say, 6th level party. You know, average 7th level. Uh, Ancient Goblin Lord, that'd definitely be something i want to throw at them. Uh... And goblins that they, not goblins, golems that they have here. They have a quicksilver and a gemstone. Uh, the quicksilver one basically looks like, when you read the description, what I got in my head was Terminator 2. The T-1000, because that's sort of what they do. They can shape their limbs into blades. Um, they also... Uh, magical form of a doppelganger. Huh. Kind of sounds like uh, T-1000 to me. Uh, the gemstone. Yeah, the gemstone goblin. Uh, golem. Excuse me. Gemstone golem there. Uh, diamond hard. Gemstones. You have to have plus three or better 
and immune to all spells below ninth level, with the exception, Earthquake actually will uh, damage them like a fireball. Stone to Flesh turns them to AC6. Transmute Rock to Mud slows them down. But if you use Move Earth, it acts like a haste spell, and Flesh to Stone heals it. So, <laughs> that could throw some parties off there. And you imagine that? I mean, if you only didn't have any plus three weapons. Jub Jub Bird. Listed in here. Uh, it's only a one hit dice. But if it actually is able to attack you and, get, and injure somebody, if you save versus poison, if you don't, your blood begins to boil, and you get the same crazed passion as the Jub Jub Bird, and you have to run around and uh, shriek uncontrollably. It was, it was, oh yeah, you have to drop everything you're carrying, strip off all armor and clothing, and run naked through the forest, scratching themselves and shrieking uncontrollably. Might want to do that to some other people as it is. Uh, they have stats for a Jabberwocky. A Luck Devour. A Greater Mummy, which you cannot turn, by the way. Is not able to be turned. And that's by the BX Companion rule set there. Uh, Ogre Magi. Ogre Noble. Uh, now, one that threw me off was they listed a Ponatari. Which was basically looked like some Shark Man. Uh, very evil, enslaving people, grow larger and stronger with age. And the crazy part of this is, uh, when you look at it, when they start getting upwards of, of height, every extra foot of height, over six foot, adds an extra one, plus, one hit dice plus one hit point. So, you're talking a 21-foot tall Pontari would have 17 plus 7 hit dice. Ouch. So, you know, these could be a interesting underwater thing. Uh, they list ruinous powers, and these are 66 hit dice monsters. And the list of them, uh, Dromongander whatever, the World Serpent from our uh, Norse mythology, the Kraken, Leviathan, Samurg, and a Tarrasque. Uh, stats for a Wendigo, the Greater Vampire, which is one that you cannot turn. You can turn a Vampire, cannot turn a Greater Vampire. Uh, Vargulf, which is something similar to a werewolf, but you know, not exactly the same thing. And then the last one that would be fun for even smaller groups uh, the plague zombie. Doesn't come back because of some necromancer there, it's a virulent animating disease. And if somebody gets bit by a plague zombie, they become a plague zombie themselves in 1d6 hours. And you know, they'll die. 
and then they come back. It's a three-hit dice monster. Um, but basically, it's just, you know, killing them one after another. One person after another after another. So, there we are. That's just a quick hit of the monsters that I saw in there. All right, well, that's it. Good quick hit on the monsters. Not much more to say there. Next time out will be treasure. Probably take a little more time analyzing the tables there. So there may be a week in between. So treasures might come out two weeks from now rather than uh, right away next week. I want to make sure that the what I'm seeing in the original companion rules and in the rule cyclopedia and see what that looks like versus the companion and see exactly what changes are made there. And treasure's treasure. I don't know if that's really going to be a big difference between, you know, the different rule sets. Would you use one over another? How much does it change? So we'll figure that out. All right. We're done. Hopefully you're getting close to face-to-face gaming. I know Spike has got us all a little worried, but you know we can do something about that. Good luck. Be safe. We'll see you again.